This talk show. I am your host, Shantae Arati. We are so glad to see you back here again, audience, right? Where we broadcast every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we're glad that you're joining us. Come on in, hit the love button, right? Drop a comment, ask any questions that you have. Uh, every week we bring you a new uh, entrepreneur that's here to share their story and their journey with you to inspire and empower you to pursue your dreams, right? And to succeed in business, to know that you can overcome any challenge, any barrier, that there's no limits, right? That you can do anything you want to do and be anything that you want to be. So we, if we don't get to your questions during the broadcast, we always follow up after the show, right? That's where the, the real fun takes place and we can interact and engage with you, right? So with that said, I just want to get right into it and introduce our newest guest. Um, I know her personally. Her name is Ebony Thompson. Hi. Hi, everybody. How are you today? I am so good. We're so glad to have you on. She is the CEO of Hustle in Heels, and she has some yeah. other business features that she will be talking about as well. Um, so we are so excited to have her with us today, um, and we are excited to hear your story, right? And so thank you so much. So Ebony, if you can just introduce yourself, tell us who you are, what you do, and who you serve. Okay, well, uh, like Shantae said, my name is Ebony Thompson. I am the CEO and founder of H&H, well, H&H &H stands for Hustle & Hills. Um, I'm a big shoe person. Uh, <laughs> Um, but it's um, Hustle & Hills, a uh, life and visual development. I am a life and visual branding coach. Um, I've been doing it for a long time now. Um, and I, the person that I serve is an awesome guy. Because I'm telling you, without him, there definitely wouldn't be no me or no Hustle & Hills going on. That's for sure. <laughs> That's that's fantastic. And so, who are who are your your clients? Like, who are your ideal clients? Well, my ideal clients, I mainly work with women, um, women, and yeah, a lot of young people. I found that I've um, been attracting a lot of young people. Um, and what we do is we help them. My whole motto is to dream again, but this time execute. Um, I know as women, we wear so many hats. We're the mom. We're a girlfriend. We're the wife. We're the, the CEO of a company. We're, we wear so many hats on a daily basis, but a lot of us um, are not living the dream that was placed in our belly a long time ago. So what I do is whether it's um, in life, dealing with life, or whether it's actually dealing with their business. You know, a lot of women, they start businesses and they don't know where to go. And so they get frustrated and they give up. And so I brand both of them together. And what we do is um, I deal with a lot with mindset. We deal a lot with mindset, time management, <clears throat> goal setting. And then we get into some other stuff. Um, but it's you draw what what is your number one dream? And so we go from there and I create an action plan for them to actually execute. Because I believe in dreaming out loud. I love that. <laughs> And so we talked about um, your dreaming, right? And so I put that up on the screen because I think that's so important. But even more than that is the execution. Because we talk so many times that sometimes we get stuck in the planning. And like you said, yes. you get overwhelmed by the process. And that's why we need the help, right? Um, yes. And I was listening to one of my peers earlier that talks about we don't see our own blind spots. That's why we need others around us. That's why we need professionals. That's why we need a community of people to, to really help us because we're expert at we're, what we're expert at. But sometimes we can't we can't see our own blind spots. We can see other people. That's why we can help them. Exactly. And that's why we need the help for ourselves. So um, that is so good. So how long have you been in business? I have been officially in business for like five years, but I have been coaching. Um, oh, Lord probably about 10 or 11 years. Um, it's just taking that leap of faith and believing in myself to actually, oh, you can make this a business because you hear those naysayers that say, oh, that's not real. You're not going to make any money. You should sell a product. Well, I may not be the one to sell a product. It may just be a lot of people need to dream again. You know, a lot of, a lot of women, they forget to dream. They get so caught up in the day-to-day that they forget. So 
So I believe in service. I'm a big person. I, I'm, I'm really big on service. So I believe that this is my way of being able to give back to and actually made it into a business. That's fantastic. So I, 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 I like what you're talking about, about women. And a lot of times like we give and we don't give back to ourselves and we get caught up in so much of the day to day and what we're doing that we do forget about ourselves. And so it's important. And so let's talk about that. What are some maybe tips or strategies for um, breaking out of that that mold and dreaming again, like really focusing on the woman herself mm -hmm. um, to get her to the place that she can dream and then execute? Well, I'm really big on self-care. Um, self-care and self-care of the mindset. You know, a lot of people, <clears throat> excuse me, you hear self-care, you know, it's the many and the petties, it's fine, those are great. The massages are great, but what are you doing internally? So that's where I go, I start internally. And one of the ways I do it, like, don't forget to, it's okay to be selfish um, and selfless at the same time. You have to think of yourself first sometimes, you know, well, and a lot of time, all the time, because if my cup, if my glass is empty, how can I pour into someone else? So I need to make sure, and women, we need to make sure that we're hydrated and that we're plentiful so that we can, when we go to invest in our kids and when we go to spend time or if we're at work, we can give our all and not keep running on, you know, basically fumes. And that's what a lot of us are doing. So that's one thing. Make sure that you're taking care of you first internally. Um, a big thing, um, another thing with big is mindset, you know, <clears throat> not taking in uh, like everything that's going in around you. I'm big on affirmations. Um, so I do say like, get five. You don't, you know, a lot of people like write a whole page, you know, sometimes three to five that you may have by your bed in the morning. Um, I have mine by my bed and I actually have them posted in my bathroom on my bathroom mirror. So every time I go in there, whether it's to brush my teeth or just to wash my hands or whatever, I make sure that I remind myself of who I am and the things that I want to change. Um, those are two. Those are my two big ones. And then the power of no. It is okay to say no. We don't have to say yes to everything. It is okay to say no because we get so overwhelmed that we feel like we have to say yes to everybody and yes to everything. And you're draining yourself and you're not pouring back into yourself. So if you are pursuing a dream or you do have a deadline, now you've surpassed your deadline and the things that you're supposed to do to get your dream into off, off, you know, off course and not off course, but back on the path and living it that now it's just like you've ran out of time because you're doing so much for everybody else. So it's okay to be selfish, but not selfless at the same time. Exactly. And um, I think they say that 90% of successful people um, say no, or, or, or not, successful people say no to 90% of things. You have to. You because have to. the focus should be on your purpose. And I say all the time, we're, you're not called to, to everything and everybody and to help everybody. And, no, it's a and you could be doing good for people, but it, it's something that you're not called to and it's distracting you from your purpose of why you're here, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you, you're, it's taking you farther and farther and farther off course of what you're really supposed to be here to do. Um, exactly. So, and I say that from personal experience because I was giving and giving and giving until I was just, I was just empty. Right? Oh, yeah. And so you don't want to be in that position. And when you were talking about, especially women, right? And what my peers said the other day about the filling up of your cup, your cup being full is for you. The overflow is for others. Mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. So you keep your, your cup full, right? That's you. Mm -hmm. You filled up. So you always have enough to give. And everything exactly. else is overflow of blessings. Exactly. So you never get to the point, ladies, 
that you that you're putting yourself on empty. And I know it's hard because it's hard for me. That's why I talk about self-care all the time. I keep it in the forefront of everything that we talk about, because I think most out of everybody that needs to hear this message and really, really take hold of it and commit to self-care um, and being in and, and being selfish uh for oneself because you have to put your first self first and take care of you is women because we take care of the world yes. and that's just yes. the truth um mm -hmm. and we don't take care of ourselves and we need to so i thank you so much for saying that because um you know and i tell people stress is a killer so when you're putting yourself on empty and you're not eating and you're not hydrating yourself and you're not exercising you're not taking care of you and you're not doing the internal work I like what you said about it's not just about a manicure and a pedicure. That's not enough. What mm -mm. needs to happen up here is, is the mindset. It's the mindset exactly. that needs to happen and the internal work that needs to happen. So I think those mm -hmm. two things are powerful things to get us, to keep us on the path of success if we address those. So I'm so appreciative for you to being one of those uh, experts that really help women uh, to achieve that in their lives. Thank you. You're welcome. So with that said, okay, so what has been maybe your top one or two challenges that you've um, either, you can actually be in it right now or that you have overcome in your journey um, that you would like to share with the audience? Um. Well, my main one, <laughs> um, Andy, I was one of the women that I was talking about. That's why I know so much about it. I was giving, giving, giving. Um, it would be times where I would come home and I would just fall out from, you know, just because I was so overwhelmed, so tired that because I'm a mother of four, single mom of four. And so like I'm doing for the kids and I'm going here with the kids and I was doing stuff with business and I was staying out to like sometimes I wouldn't come home at three o'clock in the morning from doing business. Or, you know, whatever it may be. And then I would just fall out. There would be days where I forgot to eat. There would be days where I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, I didn't even drink a glass of water or something like that. And so not really paying attention, but paying attention. Um, but in December 28th, I was, I was cleaning up my house as usual. And I noticed that I was having some trouble breathing. And so I ended up having to go to the emergency room. I thought maybe it was like maybe pneumonia. Maybe I had caught a bug being out. Well, <coughs> that was not the case. Um, after some tests, they ran. I actually um, found out I was diagnosed with stage four breast cancer that had metastasized to my lungs. That's why I was coughing. I had a cough. And, and now, like, people think that I'm sick, and it's not sickness. It's actually still from the... um the the tumors that are actually on my lungs still but um in that moment um to be perfectly honest clients weren't on my mind um food wasn't on my mind the only thing that was on my mind at that moment was my children i'm their mom i'm the only one that they have and it is what do you do then so my whole mindset within a matter of a two minute span, you know, I could hear the doctor saying, oh, I'm sorry and all this kind of stuff. In that moment, it wasn't about his sorries or anything like that. It was my kids. And what did I need to do, the process that I needed to go through so that I could be here for my kids. And you know, a lot of people, when they hear, hear the C word, you know, they're just like, oh, I had people, you'd be amazed, I had people, that was already putting me in the ground and saying that I was dead, like giving me sorries like that. So I had to tune those people out and get myself in a mindset. Um, I'm coming through this. I am already healed. And then do what I need to do to get out of it. So it was a, a definitely a mind shift. And I had to ground myself even further in God because I was like, God, without you, I need direction like which doctor to go to, which doctor not to go to, what medicine to take, like all of that. So in doing all of that, it has definitely been a process, but God gave me strategy and a blueprint of, you know, blueprint to follow. And I've been following that blueprint. 
And so even though I'm still going through it, I, you know, a lot of people like everyone they see it is like, oh, I'm so sorry that it happened to you. But I don't take that it happened to me. I believe this is part of my journey. I always look at it as um, I feel like I'm on a Job journey. You know, Job and if you, for people to know the story of Job, he was stripped of everything. But he never denied who God was. He never denied who God was. And God gave him double for his trouble. So I always look at it as this didn't happen to me. It happened for me to shift my mindset and put me and land me in the place where I needed to be. Because now I can relate even better, better to my clients and be able to tell my story to be like, okay, yeah. This may you may have thought this happened to you, but no, honey, it happened for you. So maybe you maybe you needed to wake up. Maybe you need to take care of yourself more. Maybe you need to exercise more. Maybe you needed to get in a place that needed to put you on the path of where you needed to be and where you should be. And so in doing that, um, I'm still going through it. <laughs> um, and there has definitely been challenges. I have had to rediscover the new me and i've learned that even in rediscovering who i am i love this me a whole lot more than that old me and um it's definitely been a journey even from losing my hair but i have fell in love with um playing, playing with wigs so i could be a different person every day but i look at my story as of one to all, it is coming through and it's, it's about the process. And I think a lot of people, that's what they forget. You know, you hear um, business stories and life stories. Oh, I was here one minute and then the next minute I made $10,000 a month. Or I was here one minute and then I was healed the next. But you never hear about the process. And that's in the process is where we lose a lot of people. You know, there are moments, I can honestly say, there's days where I cried, like cried all day. There were moments where I felt like that I was a bad mother. There was moments where I was, you know, <clears throat> I would go through and like I said, like when I lost my hair, um, at the time I was losing my hair, I lost all my hair at once. And then what ended up happening is, not only did I lose my hair, I lost like 30 pounds. So here I am. I'm like, you know, I was just this person. And then to look in the mirror and not know myself, that was something. And so, but I had to come through that. And coming through that, I found that I love, you have to love me internally first. And that internal beauty will come out. And so that's a message that I pass on to my clients, whether it's, whether we're talking about life or whether we're talking about business. You have to love you and all of what you have inside of you. And that will come out. That will come out in your relationships and your jobs um, with being a parent, um, being an entrepreneur. It would definitely come out. And so coming through and dealing with this, like I said, I don't believe that it happened to me. It happened for me. That is so good. That is so good. And I, I love your perspective. And you are healed. Right? <laughs> and so we're believing that for you. Um, and that's a, that's such a powerful thing. And I, I love what you said about the Job journey. And I smile because I, I went through similar. So a, a Job journey. And I li literally felt like I was Job. And and understanding I never lost my faith throughout the entire process. I knew that no even though it was painful and tough and I cried and I'm not even a crier, um, but I knew I would come out like gold on the other side, that yes. I would double for everything that I lost, right? So if I had to lose it on a mission for him, he was going to restore everything. So I yeah. didn't have to worry about it. So I, I, that was like a relief for me. So I'm glad that you said that because so many of us have a Job journey and it's all about the journey. It's about the process and helping each other not get lost in the process and understanding, mm -hmm. first of all, understanding that it is a process. Success is not a final destination. 
it is a journey, right? This is the path that you're on and the struggles that we go through, like you said, they're, they are for us. They're yes. for us. And more than just for us, they're for the other people that this talk show. I am your host, Shantae Arati. We are so glad to see you back here again, audience, right? Where we broadcast every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we're glad that you're joining us. Come on in, hit the love button, right? Drop a comment, ask any questions that you have. Uh, every week we bring you a new uh, entrepreneur that's here to share their story and their journey with you to inspire and empower you to pursue your dreams, right? And to succeed in business, to know that you can overcome any challenge, any barrier, that there's no limits, right? That you can do anything you want to do and be anything that you want to be. So we, if we don't get to your questions during the broadcast, we always follow up after the show, right? That's where the, the real fun takes place and we can interact and engage with you, right? So with that said, I just want to get right into it and introduce our newest guest. Um, I know her personally. Her name is Ebony Thompson. Hi. Hi, everybody. How are you today? I am so good. We're so glad to have you on. She is the CEO of Hustle in Heels, and she has some yes. other business features that she will be talking about as well. Um, so we are so excited to have her with us today, um, and we are excited to hear your story, right? And so thank you so much. So Ebony, if you can just introduce yourself, tell us who you are, what you do, and who you serve. Okay, well, uh, like Shantae said, my name is Ebony Thompson. I am the CEO and founder of H&H, well, H&H stands for Hustle and Hills. Um, I'm a big shoe person. Uh, <laughs> Um, but it's um, Hustle & Hills, a uh, life and visual development. I am a life and visual branding coach. Um, I've been doing it for a long time now. Um, and uh, the person that I serve is an awesome guy. Because I'm telling you, without him, there definitely wouldn't be no me or no Hustle & Hills going on. That's for sure. <laughs> That's that's fantastic. And so, who are who are your your clients? Like, who are your ideal clients? Well, my ideal clients, I mainly work with women, um, women, and yeah, a lot of young people. I found that I've um, been attracting a lot of young people. Um, and what we do is we help them. My whole motto is to dream again, but this time execute. Um, I know as women, we wear so many hats. We're the mom. We're a girlfriend. We're the wife. We're the, the CEO of a company. We're, we wear so many hats on a daily basis, but a lot of us um, are not living the dream that was placed in our belly a long time ago. So what I do is whether it's um, in life, dealing with life, or whether it's actually dealing with their business. You know, a lot of women, they start businesses and they don't know where to go. And so they get frustrated and they give up. And so I brand both of them together. And what we do is um, I deal with a lot with mindset. We deal a lot with mindset, time management, <clears throat> goal setting. And then we get into some other stuff. Um, but it's you draw what what is your number one dream? And so we go from there and I create an action plan for them to actually execute. Because I believe in dreaming out loud. I love that. <laughs> And so we talked about um, your dreaming, right? And so I put that up on the screen because I think that's so important. But even more than that is the execution. Because we talk so many times that sometimes we get stuck in the planning. And like you said, yes. you get overwhelmed by the process. And that's why we need the help, right? Um, yes. And I was listening to one of my peers earlier that talks about we don't see our own blind spots. That's why we need others around us. That's why we need professionals. That's why we need a community of people to, to really help us because we're expert at we're, what we're expert at. But sometimes we can't we can't see our own blind spots. We can see other people. That's why we can help them. Exactly. And that's why we need the help for ourselves. So um, that is so good. So how long have you been in business? I have been officially in business for like five years, but I have been coaching um, for probably about 10 or 11 years. Um, it's just taking that leap of faith and believing in myself to actually, oh, you can make this a business because you hear those naysayers that say, oh, that's not real. You're not going to make any money. 
you should sell a product. Well, I may not be the one to sell a product. It may just be a lot of people need to dream again. You know, a lot of a lot of women, they forget to dream. They get so caught up in the day to day that they forget. So I believe in service. I'm a big person. I'm really big on service. So I believe that this is my way of being able to give back to and actually made it into a business. That's fantastic. So I I, I I like what you're talking about, about women. And a lot of times, like we give and we don't give back to ourselves and we get caught up in so much of the day to day and what we're doing that we do forget about ourselves. And so it's important. And so let's talk about that. What are some maybe tips or strategies for um, breaking out of that that mold and dreaming again, like really focusing on the woman herself mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. to get her to the place that she can dream and then execute? Well, I'm really big on self-care. Um, self-care and self-care of the mindset. You know, a lot of people, <clears throat> excuse me, you hear self-care, you know, it's the many and the petties, it's fine. Those are great. The massages are great. But what are you doing internally? So that's where I go. I start internally. And one of the ways I do it, like, don't forget to, it's okay to be selfish um, and selfless at the same time. You have to think of yourself first sometimes, you know, well, and a lot of time, all the time. Because if my cup, if my glass is empty, how can I pour into someone else? So I need to make sure, and women, we need to make sure that we're hydrated and that we're plentiful so that we can, when we go to invest in our kids and when we go to spend time or if we're at work, we can give our all and not keep running on, you know, basically fumes. And that's what a lot of us are doing. So that's one thing. Make sure that you're taking care of you first internally. Um, a big thing, um, another thing with big is mindset, you know, <clears throat> not taking in and like everything that's going in around you. I'm big on affirmations. Um, so I do say like, get five, you don't, you know, a lot of people like write a whole page, you know, sometimes three to five that you may have by your bed in the morning. Um, I have mine by my bed and I actually have them posted in my bathroom on my bathroom mirror. So every time I go in there, whether it's to brush my teeth or just to wash my hands or whatever, I make sure that I remind myself of who I am and the things that I want to change. Um, those are two. Those are my two big ones. And then the power of no. It is okay to say no. We don't have to say yes to everything. It is okay to say no because we get so overwhelmed that we feel like we have to say yes to everybody and yes to everything. And you're draining yourself and you're not pouring back into yourself. So if you are pursuing a dream or you do have a deadline, now you've surpassed your deadline and the things that you're supposed to do to get your dream into off, off, you know, off course and not off course, but back on the path and living it that now it's just like you've ran out of time because you're doing so much for everybody else. So it's okay to be selfish, but not selfless at the same time. Exactly. And um, I think they say that 90% of successful people um, say no, or or, or successful people say no to 90% of things. You have to. You have to. Your focus should be on your purpose. And I say all the time, we're, you're not called to, to everything and everybody and to help everybody. And no, it's a and you could be doing good for people, but it, it's something that you're not called to and it's distracting you from your purpose of why you're here, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. You, you're, it's taking you farther and farther and farther off course of what you're really supposed to be here to do. Um, exactly. So, and I say that from personal experience because I was giving and giving and giving until I was just, I was just empty. Right? Oh, yeah. And so you don't want to be in that position. And when you were talking about, especially women, right? And you're I saw what said the other day about the filling up of your cup. Your cup being full is for you. The overflow is for others. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. So you keep your, your cup full, right? That's mm-hmm. you. You fill it up. So you always have enough to give. 
and everything exactly. else overflow of blessings. Exactly. So you never get to the point, ladies, that you that you're putting yourself on empty. And I know it's hard because it's hard for me. That's why I talk about self-care all the time. I keep it in the forefront of everything that we talk about because I think most out of everybody that needs to hear this message and really, really take hold of it and commit to self-care um, and being and, and being selfish uh, for oneself because you have to put your first self first and take care of you is women because we take care of the world. Yes. And that's just yes. the truth. Um, mm -hmm. And we don't take care of ourselves and we need to. So I thank you so much for saying that because, um, you know, and I tell people stress is a killer. So when you're putting yourself on empty and you're not eating and you're not hydrating yourself and you're not exercising, you're not taking care of you and you're not doing the internal work. I like what you said about it's not just about a manicure and a pedicure. That's not enough. What mm -mm. happened up here is, is the mindset. It's the mindset exactly. that needs to happen and the internal work that needs to happen. So I think those mm -hmm. two things are a powerful thing to get us, to keep us on the path of success if we address those. So I'm so appreciative for you to being one of those uh, experts that really help women uh, to achieve that in their lives. Thank you. You're welcome. So with that said, okay, so what has been maybe your top one or two challenges that you've um, either you can actually be in it right now or that you have overcome in your journey um, that you would like to share with the audience? Um, well, my main one, <laughs> um, Andy, I was one of the women that I was talking about. That's why I know so much about it. I was giving, giving, giving. Um, it would be times where I would come home and I would just fall out. From, you know, just because I was so overwhelmed, so tired that because I'm a mother of four, single mom of four. And so like I'm doing for the kids and I'm going here with the kids and I was doing stuff with business and I was staying out to like sometimes I wouldn't come home at three o'clock in the morning from doing business or, you know, whatever it may be. And then I would just fall out. There would be days where I forgot to eat. There would be days where I'm like, oh, my gosh, like. Oh my gosh, like I didn't even drink a glass of water or something like that. And so not really paying attention, but paying attention. Um, but in December 28th, I was I was cleaning up my house as usual, and I noticed that I was having some trouble breathing. And so I ended up having to go to the emergency room. I thought maybe it was like maybe pneumonia, maybe I had caught a bug being out. Well, <coughs> That was not the case. Um, after some tests, they ran. I actually um, found out I was diagnosed with stage four breast cancer that had metastasized to my lungs. That's why I was coughing. I had a cough. And, and now, like, people think that I'm sick, and it's not sickness. It's actually still from the, um, the, the tumors that are actually on my lungs still. But um, in that moment, um, to be perfectly honest, clients weren't on my mind. Um, food wasn't on my mind. The only thing that was on my mind at that moment was my children. I'm their mom. I'm the only one that they have. And it is, what do you do then? So my whole mindset within a matter of a two-minute span, you know, I could hear the doctor saying, oh, I'm sorry, and all this kind of stuff. In that moment, it wasn't about his sorries or anything like that, it was my kids. And what did I need to do, the process that I needed to go through so that I could be here for my kids? And you know, a lot of people, when they hear, hear the C word, you know, they're just like, oh, I had people, you'd be amazed, I had people that was already putting me in the ground and saying that I was dead, like giving me sorries like that. So I had to tune those people out and get myself in a mindset um, I'm coming through this. I am already healed and then do what I need to do to get out of it. So it was a, a definitely a mind shift. And I had to ground myself even further in God because I was like, God, without you, I need direction. Like which doctor to go to, which doctor not to go to, what medicine to take, like all of that. So in doing all of that, it has definitely been a process. But God gave me strategy. 
and a blueprint of, you know, blueprint to follow. And I've been following that blueprint. And so even though I'm still going through it, I, you know, a lot of people like and when they see it, it's like, oh, I'm so sorry that it happened to you. But I don't take that it happened to me. I believe this is part of my journey. I always look at it as um, I feel like I'm on a Job journey. You know, Job and if he, for people to know the story of Job, he was stripped of everything. But he never denied who God was. He never denied who God was. And God gave him double for his trouble. So I always look at it as this didn't happen to me. It happened for me to shift my mindset and put me and land me in the place where I needed to be. Because now I can relate even better, better to my clients and be able to tell my story to be like, okay, yeah, this may, you may have thought this happened to you, but no, honey, it happened for you. So maybe you, maybe you needed to wake up. Maybe you need to take care of yourself more. Maybe you need to exercise more. Maybe you needed to get in a place that needed to put you on the path of where you needed to be and where you should be. And so in doing that, um, I'm still going through it. <laughs> um, and there has definitely been challenges. I have had to rediscover the new me. And I've learned that even in rediscovering who I am, I love this me a whole lot more than that old me. And um, it's definitely been a journey, even from losing my hair. But I have fell in love with um, playing with wigs so I could be a different person every day. But I look at my story as a one to all. It is coming through and it's, it's about the process. And I think a lot of people, that's what they forget. You know, you hear um, business stories and life stories. Oh, I was here one minute and then the next minute I made $10,000 a month. Or I was here one minute and then I was healed the next. But you never hear about the process. And that's in the process is where we lose a lot of people. You know, there are moments, I can honestly say there's days where I cry, like cried all day. There were moments where I felt like that I was a bad mother. There was moments where I was, you know, <clears throat> I would go through. And like I said, like when I lost my hair, um, at the time I was losing my hair, I lost all my hair at once. And then what ended up happening is not only did I lose my hair, I lost like 30 pounds. So here I am. I'm like, you know, I was just this person. And then to look in the mirror and not know myself. That was something. And so, but I had to come through that. And coming through that, I found that I love, you have to love me internally first. And that internal beauty will come out. And so that's a message that I pass on to my clients, whether it's, whether we're talking about life or whether we're talking about business. You have to love you and all of what you have inside of you. And that will come out. That will come out in your relationships and your jobs. Um, with being a parent, um, being an entrepreneur, it would definitely come out. And so coming through and dealing with this, like I said, I don't believe that it happened to me. It happened for me. That is so good. That is so good. And I, I love your perspective and you are healed. Right? <laughs> and so we're believing that for you. Um, and that's a, that's such a powerful thing. And I, I love what you said about the Job journey. And I smile because I I went through similar. So a, a Job journey. And I li literally felt like I was Job. And, and understanding I never lost my faith throughout the entire process. I knew that no even though it was painful and tough and I cried, and I'm not even a crier, um, but I knew I would come out like gold on the other side, that yes. I would double for everything that I lost, right? So if I had to lose it on a mission for him, he was going to restore everything. So I yeah. didn't have to worry about it. So I, I, that was like a relief for me. So I'm glad that you said that because so many of us have a Job journey. And it's all about the journey. It's about the process. and. Helping each other not get lost in the process 
and understanding, mm -hmm. first of all, understanding that it is a process. Success is not a final destination. It is a journey, right? This is the path that you're on and the struggles that we go through, like you said, they're, they are for us. They're yes. for us. And more than just for us, they're for the other people that knowing and understanding who we are, which is a powerful mm -hmm. thing. And sometimes when we get too comfortable and we think, okay, we've made it or we achieved a certain level of success, we get comfortable. And like God is really like nudging us sometimes to say, no, I, I want better. I want greater from you. I'm taking you to a, a, another level. And mm -hmm. it's just like, ah, like I was comfortable where we, where I am. Like, I was good. I was yeah, good. God, was good. <laughs> like, he's like, no, like you, it, this is the next level. And I think sometimes what people don't know, because I think, I think society, social media glamorizes success, glamorizes entrepreneurship. Oh, yeah. yeah. So much. They don't tell you, they don't tell you everything though. It, and yeah. one thing I, 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 I did do um, when I was writing down and I tell people this too, don't just write down. So like my plans of what God was telling me and stuff, I wrote it down. But I also journaled how I felt at the moment. There was times where I would be like, I'm just so depressed and this and this. And I wrote the good, the bad, the ugly. I wrote down everything. And I had somebody ask me, well, why would you do that? That's kind of crazy. No, the reason why I didn't see it as being crazy is because when I go back, there's times where I've found journals and I'm looking for something that I probably have wrote down. And I go back and I read about that first week that I was in the hospital or something like that. And I see how far I've come from then until now. So, for, you know, it's progression. You can see your progress. You know, if we don't write it down, you know, in those moments where you're just like, oh, my God, I'm not doing what I need to be doing. I'm not where. I want to be or anything like that. When you write it down, you can see how far you've come, whether it's a week, a month or six months, even years down the road. Like I found journals from years ago when I prayed about, you know, moving and relocating myself and all this kind of stuff. And what next week I'll be celebrating being here and living in California for three years. We don't have any family out here. I upped, I took a leap of faith. And I left Kentucky. All my family lives in Kentucky. And I moved here to California and relocated me and my four kids. And I tell anybody that was the best move I could have ever made. That is so wonderful. So you have to be able to take the leap, the, the leap of faith, right? And sometimes that, sometimes that means moving and, le and leaving a place that's familiar to us right? To go into the unknown. And that's a scary place. Oh, yeah. If you have God that's leading you and you're following his, his, his guide, that makes the process easier, like in trusting him, because you don't know. Like, even, even where you are, you don't know. <laughs> like, I always say, Lord, please lead God and direct my, my path, because I, I don't know, and I don't want to, I don't want to make the wrong move. I don't want to make the right. wrong decision. And I know if I wait on him, if I have the patience to wait, to speak, to listen, because sometimes we do a lot of talking and we don't do any listening. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Right? <laughs> I, have, I have a kid like that. <laughs> I know. How. I'm like, oh, Lord. Right. Oh, that was, that was, this, 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 this. And they, I'm like, look, if you just listen. It just listen. You would be so much further. We could do so much more. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And we some we think we know what's best. No, and then we then we we're we're on the wrong path. So right. um, you know, there again, there's power in the journey and power of taking the leap, taking um, you know, doing things on faith. You know, when God tells you what to do, it doesn't matter if somebody else is telling you that you're crazy. Um, because I'm telling you, the the more and more successful you become, the more and more people they watch you, but more and more people that are not going to be behind you they're you know they're going to be spectators people on the sidelines that that is not even in it don't have mm -hmm. the courage you have to even get in the ring and want to tell mm -hmm. you what you're not doing and what you should be doing and you crazy for this and crazy for that and what you can't do 
you don't don't listen to the outsiders, right? Oh no, right? oh no. If they not in the ring doing what you're doing, they didn't put on the gloves, right? They not willing to go to battle, then you know it, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> right. My, my favorite question when when my favorite response is when people, oh, this and that, or I'm like, so what is it that you do? Okay, and a lot of times that shuts people up. Um, and I'm not doing it to be a smart aleck, but the thing is, how can you tell me what I should and should not be doing? And you're not doing anything but watching Netflix all day. Like, I have a Netflix account. And a lot of them, I have a Netflix account. I got a Prime account. I got all those accounts. But at the same time, I know when to buckle down. When it's rest time, and Netflix are like this. But other than that, I'm up. Like I said, I've been up since 4 o'clock this morning by... 5 30 this morning all the emails that i needed to send out was out all the responses that i needed to have was out um i was at target <laughs> um preparing and getting the stuff for my baby girl's birthday tomorrow that all that i was there at eight o'clock and so a lot of the stuff that i need to do which goes back to my calendar and plus i had had like four conference calls all in that span of time i knew when it was time to buckle down to business I don't take too many personal phone calls in the morning unless it has to do with the kids or something like that. I even schedule that. Like I talk to certain people after a certain time because I I see the vision that God has given me, not only for my life, but for my business. And so I have to take that time to not listen to what other people are saying. And so you can't tell me that, oh, well, this is what you should be doing and this how can you sit there and tell me that and you're not doing it yourself? I believe by leading by example, I can't tell you and I can't tell my children or anybody else to do something that I wouldn't do. So if I'm not going to do it, what do I look like telling somebody else to do it? And vice versa. How can you sit there and tell me Oh, well, and like, especially when people found out about my diagnosis, oh, well, this is what you should be doing. How do you know? Oh, this is something you read. Okay. But how do you know it works? <laughs> you know, different stuff. And I know a lot of people was coming from concern, but in until you're in it, in it, you really don't know. So, yeah, that'd be my focus. What do you do? <laughs> Yeah, and, and you're in it. You 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 don't know. Um, and I tell people, even in business, and I, you know, people that you know don't want to seek experts and coaches and mentors. And I said, and they put a question out, and anybody is answering. That doesn't know that they know what they're talking about. You know, they want right. to be helpful, but who says that they're an expert? Who says that they're right. knowledgeable, right? And that they know what's best for you. They don't even know your situation. That's right. why you need someone like a mentor or a coach, someone that is personally gets to learn you, learn who you are, learn about your business so that they can effectively help help you. And you have to be right. vulnerable, okay. open, up, open enough and trusting to let people in to be able to help you so you get you don't stay stuck. Like we're not women of staying stuck. Right. And excuse mm -hmm. we make it happen. By any mm -hmm. means necessary. By any means necessary. By any means necessary, do what you need to do, right? To make right. it happen. And you you definitely can. So I have two final questions for, for you. Okay. You us, what has been your biggest success thus far in your journey? It could be life, business. Um, In life, I would think, I can actually say with life, um, Definitely, you know, like coming through um, and seeing like the progress um, with the situation. Um, but success wise has been the move that I made. Like I said, all my family, all my family is in Kentucky. And when it was put in my spirit to leave, that's all I heard. Well, why would you leave your family? And, you know, all your support is here and all this kind of stuff. But I knew in my heart of hearts that I had to leave. Like it was a burning desire that I knew that I had to leave. So a lot of people, and when I say a lot of people, a lot of people spoke failure 
over my move. Like failure. Oh, you'll be back within the first year. You're not going to make it. You're not going to do this. I had people talk bad or say stuff about things that were probably happening to my kids. Because all I hear is California. And I live, I live in L.A. So I live on the outskirts of LA. I live in the Valley part. Nobody knew where I was living at. All they heard was California or whatever. And I, like I said, on 9-11, I arrived 9-11. Um, I sold everything in my house. I pretty much gave everything in my house away. And I packed up everything that could fit in a suitcase for me and the kids. And I left on a Greyhound. Greyhounded <laughs> from Kentucky to California, and I will be here three years. Um, my son is living his best life. My daughter has she is on um she's um going out for captain of her step team. Um she and this is her first year on step. Um uh, my little girls they have gotten chances to act. Um, they were just actually in their first stage play. Um, and they're moving along into like the world of like, um, like, uh, you know, being actresses and stuff like that. My 10 uh, year old just wrote a movie. So I think about what if I never left? What would that would not only just for me, what would it have meant for them? Because now they're finding their, 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 um, their ground and what they're good at. And they're, they're getting opportunities that they may have never gotten if I would have stayed in Kentucky. So when I look back at that, I look at that as a big success. Now, granted, we may not be where we want to be, but we're 10 steps ahead of where we're exactly where we need to be. And we're striving to make more steps. So um, I look at that as a big success. And then business wise, um, just taking a leap of really taking the business to the next level. And then um, my book that I have coming out in October, October 15th. Um, it is about my journey and I get into way more detail than what um, I've kind of shared today. Um, even down to pictures. Like some people don't want to show pictures. Like I have the pictures of when I lost my hair and when I lost all the weight and like scars and like I show all of that and I'm very, very transparent. And for me, that is a scary moment but it's a needed moment. And it is a, for me, it is a big success because I know that this story, my journey goes beyond me. And so um, I look at that as a success because I thought like my number 11, my, I'm like book number 11 is going to be like a book on visual branding or something like that. But God said, no, it's going to be more than that. I was like, okay. That's wonderful. <laughs> Okay, so I have one last question. If you had a, a magic wand and you could change anything in the world, what would it be? I could change anything in the world. Homelessness. It would be homelessness. Um, living in living in L.A. has um really opened my eyes to homeless because it's a lot of homeless people. Oh my gosh. And I know a lot of people are all were there where they're supposed they're there because um you know they might have had mental health issues or um you know whatever the you know whatever the case may have been but you don't know anybody's story until you actually talk to them. A lot of these people don't want to be on the streets. A lot of them, it had nothing to do with drugs. A lot of it didn't have to do with mental health. A lot of them, they actually want to work, be back in functioning society and live in the life that they know that they're supposed to live. And, you know, I always look at like some of these buildings that are torn down and I'm like, well, why they don't fund those buildings? And then like somebody come up with like a nonprofit idea and they fund it and then that'll be the homeless people. And then you give them back to my action plan. Give them my action plan to go from being homeless and having a place to actually living on their own. You know, how many people could we help um, and get them and they could be more productive in society? 
instead of you know you know and i and it just it bothers me so much to see people that want to shun them and, and i know everybody you know some people yeah it was due to drugs but i'm like i know people that were on drugs and they're living their best life right now and they're not even on drugs i know a lot of people that was had gambling and, and alcoholics and all this kind of stuff they got off of it and now they're living their best lives so you can't condemn somebody for what they did in the past let's help them to get to where they want to be in the future and if that means that they want to better themselves then by all means do it but if i had a magic wand it would definitely it would definitely be homelessness homelessness especially when i see kids oh god i just want to get them and grab them and, and take them and feed them and <laughs> and like come just like come home with me uh, i take more kids my kids are just like mom we don't have room i'm like it don't even matter because i'm gonna have a building and, and then that's what's gonna do it's gonna be just for kids and all that kind of stuff we just gonna we gonna help everybody and so but it would have to be homelessness to, to help people at home because that's that's really big and that's really been like on my heart a lot lately especially when i see see kids and, and, and mothers out here with their babies and yeah that just really does something to me yes that's so powerful and and i agree that's something that i really want to um and part of my mission is um in my five years old, to help women um, in every aspect, including um, re reducing or eliminating homelessness and giving shelter. So the ideas that you spoke is possible and it can happen. And so I would love to even work with with someone like you um, on it and and some other ladies to make to just make it happen. For sure, for sure. Nobody should be sure. on the street. And no matter what anyone's circumstance, what they did, what mistake, if they made a mistake or didn't, if they had mental health issues, that 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 means that they're not their needs are not being met, right? Right. There's not somebody right. meeting that that help need, right? Mm -hmm. So things happen to people, and that doesn't define them. That doesn't define who they are or where where they're meant to be, right? It doesn't define their future. Right. 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 We just we want to help not be negative and talk about what people did. That's already done. How mm -hmm. can we help them get fulfill their their potential and right. be great right. the people that, and, that we know that they can be. Right. And nobody should be homeless. Right. right. Nobody should be right. dealing with mental health issues and not get the help that they need. Right. So we need right. to, we need to look at that and address some of these root causes and not blame people and condemn people, but be a help. Uh, right. So I, I told you. have all these mental health therapists out here. Well, what are we doing? Why, what, you know, how are you, what, you know, you're going to get paid for your service for the people that could pay you. You know, I look at it as, um, what are you doing to give back? After, you know, you got your big fancy degree. That's all fine and dandy. Now that you got that degree and you're helping people, do you ever think about helping those type of people, you know, um, that may have the mental health issues? What are we doing to give back to them? You know, and, and especially like those who say that they walk the life of Christ. You know, Jesus was in, in like what, what my, my daughter said, Jesus was in the hood. <laughs> but I mean, when you look at it, I mean, he ate with, you know, prostitutes and gambling, you know, people gambled and all that kind of stuff. But I think a lot of people, we get back to the comfortable. We get comfortable with where we are. And sometimes we tend to forget that we only a step away from being them. We're, we're not that far over the line that we are not those people. You know, so I always, you know, that, you know, that always sticks in the back of my mind. It's like, okay, God, well, how can I help? What can I do to get back to that point? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So let's all be mission helpers. I, and all of us entrepreneurs, all the ones I know and I'm connected with, we're purpose driven and we're on a mission. So these are these are things that are great mission. I know a lot of you entrepreneurs that are watching us. And please leave in the comment if you have a mission that that or a cause that you care about, that you want to uh, initiate or that you're initiating. We'd love to hear about it in the comments because we need more of that. And there are those of us that are out there, but we need more of us, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For sure. 
We thank you so much, Ebony, for being on. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. It was fun. Yeah. We've had such a wonderful conversation. Love hearing your story. And I know I just by I see the comments of our, our audience out there. So they've been loving it. They've been empowered. They've been inspired. Um, and this broadcast will be available uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year right here on the Biz Talk Live show. So thank you, audience, for tuning in. Um, if you would like to be a guest, please, we welcome you to join us to apply to be a guest or to be a sponsor, um, a supporter of entrepreneurs. Uh, you can visit us at uh, bit.ly uh, forward slash biz talk live show. Okay. So bit.ly forward slash biz talk live show. We also welcome all, all of you. If you're black women entrepreneurs, we're having an upcoming success summit. Yes, we are. Yes. Purpose and prosperity. So tell your black women entrepreneur friends to meet us at the success summit that will be taking place October 21st through the 24th. 2019 it is 24 hour access it is a virtual summit that means that you can be anywhere in the world you can have any schedule and be able to get, be in the room and be part of the transformation that's taking place because yeah. we are raising up women we are raising up black women and we're exploding our businesses in 2019 we're not waiting to 2020 we're not waiting for a new year's resolution we're doing it right now we have the experts that are ready ready to impact yes, yes, your yes. life and your business so meet us at the success summit you can get tickets at bit.ly forward slash bwp success so meet us there you all have a wonderful day have a wonderful week and we'll see you next week until then continue to pursue your dreams have a great day bye